Welcome to Unhurried Moments. I'm Johnny Moore. These are stories of when our sense of time shifts. We get a new insight, an opportunity, or in today's case, a major life challenge. Here's Leslie Graney, the founder of the organisation Random Acts of Nonsense, with the story of how it began. The story really begins, I suppose, uh, when I ran the marathon. I ran the marathon in memory of my dad, who had died 10 years earlier of cancer. Just previous to that, I'd found a lump in my breast. But at the time, I thought, it can't be anything serious because I'm just about to run the marathon. And I did the marathon and I raised money for Marie Curie. But when I went for my massage after the marathon, that little lump a few weeks ago seemed to be a bit bigger. Oh, I'm not sure about this, I thought. Anyway, by May, I'm at the doctor's going, this, this is getting bigger. I don't like the look of this. So I went to the clinic and I was told at the clinic that I had breast cancer, which I suppose should have been a real shock. In many ways, it was, but it was more just surreal, really. We have a bit of a cancer thing in our family, I suppose, and maybe part of me kind of had already got myself my head around it. My kids had been there the day I'd gone with the lump. I was a busy mum. I was working part-time as a secondary school teacher. The only appointment I could get was to take the kids. So they knew from the off that mum had got a lump in her boot. Well, when I went to that appointment, they did confirm it was cancer. So we started on a journey of uh, thinking that this was going to be a really shitty year. I had a mastectomy, which was a bit weird as well. But it was okay because it was just going to be a year and it was all going to get sorted. I remember speaking to the, the man, uh, my consultant, and said, had it spread? That was the first questions I asked him on my first thing. And he said, no, there's bits and bobs on your bones, but that could be anything. Bearing in mind, I'd only started running, uh, I don't know, five years before, then quite possibly could have been injuries from that. Fast forward to August, and they say, let's send you for a bone scan anyway. Okay. Pink, fluffy. That's what breast cancer is all about. This couldn't be anything more than that. He said it hadn't spread. So I kind of went along just thinking that it was just a kind of routine thing and that I'd be starting chemo. My hair would fall out. We'd have that shit year. That's what I thought. I went with my husband to the appointment and I saw my breast surgeon in the, in the, in the waiting room and I was kind of very smiley with him, as I usually am. And I said, well, I said, how are you? And I said, well, well you'll know how I am because you know the results. And he said, we've got things sorted. There's things we can do. So I just presume we've got things sorted and there was things we could do. When I went into the oncologist's room with my husband, it was quite obvious that actually there's things we could do. It wasn't, it was going to be all right. In fact, things we could do meant, in fact, it had spread. From what was going to be a bit of a rubbish year, had now turned on its head to be told. In fact, I don't even remember being told. In fact, I don't really remember much about that room. I remember the oncologist and I remember him saying something or other, but I suppose it was just his manner and his tone of voice that I knew that what we thought might could have been anything was cancer. I remember asking, are you sure? Because I just run a marathon and I'm really healthy and fit. I don't know if he nodded or what. I do remember having to leave the room. Thank goodness my husband was with me. And I remember signing a form that I understood that now I had secondary breast cancer, that those few cells had gone for a little walk to a rib, now meant I had incurable, life-limiting cancer. 
after whatever happened in that room at that time, I changed oncologist. <laughs> I didn't really want to be back with that man again, to be honest, because last time I saw him, he upset me. So that was one thing I did after that moment. The other thing I had to do was to tell the kids. We'd been honest from the beginning and we were going to be honest now. We told the kids that our worst case scenario had happened and that mummy's cancer had spread and that it wasn't going to be a really shit year, that we were now, as a family, going to live with cancer. Carpe diem, seize the moment, seize the moment now, kind of flooded into our heads. And the kids were like, it's going to be all right, mum. It really is. In fact, that's what we talk about all the time, that it's going to be all right. We're just going to have to do things differently. And so because this was a bit of a shitty day now, we decided that what we should do differently is do something really fun and really random. And so on the afternoon, it was it was August, but it was really drizzly and rainy. We decided the thing we would do to get us out of this funk moment was that we would walk down to the beach, which is just a few streets away from where we live. We were going to go into the sea with our clothes on. That is what we were going to do. And so the four of us, it was cold, I remember that, the four of us walked down to the beach and that's what we did. And we videoed it and we sent it to our friends, lots of friends who obviously wanted to know the news. And instead of having to confront the worst case scenario, we sent them a random video of the four of us in the seawater. And that helped them to see, A, that the news was obviously not great, but we were okay. And random acts of nonsense began that day and has continued ever since. And random acts of nonsense is a call to everybody to seize the day, particularly families, and to stop just for a moment and to think about doing something right here, right now, in the words of Fat Boy Slim, uh, something random, something that will make you smile, something that will make you laugh, something that when you're doing it, you don't think about anything else, that your mum's got cancer or we've got COVID or whatever's in your world right at that, that moment. You just think about doing that thing. And by doing that and completely immersing yourself in that act of nonsense, you think about nothing else and you create some fantastic memories. We've done this now with friends and with families. We've raised money for charity doing random acts. We've had some amazing events that we've done. We've even performed at the Brighton Fringe Festival, the four of us, random acts of nonsense show. But my experience of secondary cancer is that it's all about seizing the day. It shouldn't just be for people like me with a diagnosis like me. It should be for all of us. We should spend as much time as we can with our families, connecting, smiling, laughing and creating great memories. Sometimes in the face of life's most frightening events, our sense of the absurd may be the key to maintaining our sanity. Many thanks to Leslie Graney for sharing that story, which we're publishing on the 13th of October, which is Secondary Breast Cancer Awareness Day. This has been Unhurried Moments. Thank you for listening. <laughs>